0: Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, and in essence, their credibility. And today's guest is one of my long-term friends. Uh, one of the authors I've done so much work with absolutely adore Rosemary Coates, who is the president of Blue Silk Consulting and executive director of the Reshoring Institute. She is also a best-selling author and expert witness for legal cases involving global supply chain matters. Rosemary, welcome. Thank you. It is always great to see you and interact with you. And just so our audience knows, what is your customer point of pain? What is your CPOP?
1: Global supply chain panic.
0: Oh, well, almost any time you say that, that sounds crazy and And so many times in the history, I remember my last job, 1997, I left Sun Microsystems. I was running the e-commerce component of Sun Supply Chain. And there were times that we went through such major, major supply chain uproar. And I'm thinking about today and what's going on. And the same thing is true. Tell me a little bit more. What do you do?
1: Oh, yeah, today is really uh, an amazing time, Uh, interesting, panic-driven, you know, difficult for a lot of reasons. And compared to 15 or 20 years ago, our economy is so globally intertwined um, that you really You can't make individual decisions or uh, try to keep things domestic. I mean, we depend on the global economy. And because of that, when any interruption happens, whether it's a trade war or coronavirus or, you know, a thousand other things, a tsunami, uh, anything that could happen, uh, it disrupts the supply chains in ways that cause a lot of uh, downstream effects. So sometimes we call that the bull whip effect when there's, you know, when you whip a bull whip, right, you might just make a little flick with your uh, with your wrist, but it has these huge waves and um, effects all the way down the line. And that's what happens with a globally integrated supply chain these days.
0: And then what you do, is it the expert witness, the consulting, but what is it that you actually do?
1: Yeah, so I have... <laughs>
0: I, do. I know this, but, you know, still have to ask.
1: <laughs> I'm crazy, you know, workaholic. So, um, yeah, so I do global supply chain consulting, where I help companies with all kinds of supply chain issues, whether it's um, the front end uh, sourcing and forecasting and planning. Uh, Manufacturing, especially my one specialty area is Chinese manufacturing, um, and thus the book that I wrote, The 42 Roles for Sourcing and Manufacturing in China. Um, And all the way through logistics, um, uh, uh, through logistics, through import-export, through warehousing, distribution, all of those kind of things. I can see the clouds moving (laughs) in the window uh, beside me. It's raining a little bit here, so...
0: And, and um, you also do a lot of uh, expert witness work as well. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, my expert witness work, um, I've been doing about 10 or 12 years, which is focused on uh, disputes within supply chain. So, mostly contractual disputes, a lot of uh, import disputes with Chinese vendors, um, uh, import export cases, uh, product liability. So, uh, you know, products that are. Um, compromised or bad coming from China, so a lot of that work. And then, uh, actually, a a few years ago, we started the Reshoring Institute. So uh, it occurred to me, uh, this was back in about 2012, when Mitt Romney and and, uh, Barack Obama were running for president, and they were China bashing like crazy. Um, It occurred to me that helping companies offshore to China was probably not a great idea for the local economy. So, got together with some of the people who worked for me and we started a methodology for helping companies evaluate how they could bring uh, manufacturing back to the U.S. And out of that was born the Reshoring Institute, which is a nonprofit 501c3 where we help companies evaluate the possibilities of bringing manufacturing back to the U.S. And I, then I, in my I, spare time. Yeah, your spare time.
0: <laughs> hey, what do you do? Well, uh, you, you do a lot of stuff also in, for fun with your family and so on. Uh, tell me about your credibility. Share with the audience how you have credibility to do it, what you do.
1: Oh, I've been doing this forever. Um, So my undergraduate degrees in business logistics and started off right off the bat, Mm. excuse me, in in logistics and import-export. So I learned that business as well. Uh, So I've been doing this for overall about 30 years. Um, I worked for a couple of the big four companies. uh, consulting uh, groups, organizations, and accounting, um, doing global supply chain. I ran, I ran a, a few practices in, in supply chain. Uh, and then in 2009, I struck out on my own and started uh, uh, doing consulting primarily in China, for China, or China uh, sourcing and manufacturing.
0: You know, I heard the word struck out. I'm just gonna say I don't think you struck out at all. I think you actually hit the grand slam. (laughs) Yeah, you just did it on your own. Got it. Okay. Um, Can you talk about how do you go about sharing your credibility?
1: Yeah, so, you know, the Reshoring Institute is really my way of giving back. Um, I think I have had a, a very fortunate, long, successful career, um, and through the Reshoring Institute, since it's a nonprofit, and I don't take any, I don't take any salary or anything from the Institute, um it's my way of giving back to america and to uh help companies strengthen their manufacturing here because uh, manufacturing is truly the backbone of economies um in in the us we lost some of that in the late 90s and early 2000s so we're trying to rebuild manufacturing here and that's my way of giving back as well as i do a lot of writing i i enjoy writing so i'm i write a lot of columns and um, for a number of publications as well as you know every once in a while a new book pops out so uh, might might Publisher. have a new book this year yeah good good look forward to that <laughs> and uh,
0: and it, and then you do a lot of traveling and speaking and and you just get your brand out
1: there yeah i do a lot of public speaking um you know depending on the situation uh, uh maybe two or three times a month, I do public speaking. Mostly it's related to the Reshoring Institute, so, um, so I don't charge fees or anything for it, um, and, but I'm all over the world doing this um, kind of speaking, talking about where manufacturing should happen and uh, locally in your economy.
0: I was just gonna say one thing, and that is when I think about your credibility, when I think about your authenticity and, and your ability to have integrity, when you're speaking, you actually speak your mind whether or not those in the room are yeah. gonna like what you have to say. Yeah. And I just, yeah. I always applaud you when you start talking, I'm like, really, she's gonna say that? And I'm like, yeah. pretty cool. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, I, at this point, you know, I've it's important to me to tell the truth. So, um, you know, while I try to be sensitive to groups because there are certainly, in manufacturing, there's a lot of very conservative people um, and when I start talking about what I did in China for a number of years, that's that rubs people raw sometimes. Um, but on the other hand, I think we're in a world where we have to think strategically and how things have changed. And the reality of it is where we live and work in a global economy and, and that's how we're going forward.
0: Absolutely. Well, I so appreciate you sharing your credibility. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, and you absolutely recognize that the global supply chain is in panic and you need to talk to somebody to figure out what should you be, by the way, I always think about this. What should you have done in the past? Let's ignore that. What should you do now for the future? Right. Uh, you're going to want to reach out to Rosemary Coates. Rosemary, what's the best way for people to reach out to you? Uh,
1: I think the best way is to email me at rcoates, R-C-O-A-T-E-S, at reshoringinstitute.org. So it's all together, reshoringinstitute.org. And they could probably connect you on LinkedIn as well. Absolutely, yes.
0: Beautiful. Hey, thanks again for sharing your credibility with us today.
1: You're welcome. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. And hey, guys, listen, this is an important topic. Uh, it's an important topic as much for today as it has always been and will continue to be, and even more so tomorrow. So why don't you share this with your friends? Click on the like button, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Live. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Uh, today's guest is Jason Kanigan, who is the founder of Cold Star Technologies, a process improvement and data science firm. His focus on discovering the truth about what's really going on in client organizations, especially in space, and giving them the supporting structures so they can move and grow fast. Jason, welcome.
2: Hey, thanks Mitchell.
0: <laughs> Great to have you here. Hey, so the audience knows a little bit more about you and who you are. Um, what is your customer point pain? What's your CPOP?
2: Yeah, so we we work with companies that are new to the space field, but not funded. So
0: I, hey, I, it's so interesting. Uh, you know, we think about Elon Musk. We think about the the worlds that that that's going on today and the exploration that's available. And it's so interesting. And being in Silicon Valley, there's always these beautiful ideas for so many things. And I'm thinking to myself, God, how cool it is to have somebody on the show who um, is focused in this unique area tell me about what you what do you do
2: yeah well these companies are new to space it's it's opening up as a commercial field and uh, they're, they're dreamers they're great people you know they're phds and technical engineers and whatnot but they don't really understand business or processes or systems right and so they need help to get that structure in place and those systems installed so that they can go to a vc firm and show them look we have a business model and we have all the supporting stuff please give us the money <laughs> to yeah. pour fuel on the fire here. I,
0: I uh, thank you, by the way. It's such a beautiful mm. answer. Cause wh- what's going to happen. And I see this often in Silicon Valley, like 10 people have the same idea. Mm. And, and, or if somebody comes to me and they have an idea for a book, um, Hey, can you sign an NDA? Cause the book is so important. Listen guys, it's not about the idea. It's about all the stuff around it that will then allow you to implement that idea <laughs> and get excited. So, Uh, Your answer was absolutely perfect. Uh, Could you share how you and where you have credibility to do what you do?
2: Yeah, well, I had to get to know people in the space industry. And so I created uh, a show called The Cold Star Project. You can go on YouTube or any audio-only platform like Spotify or something and find this thing where I interview people in the space industry. And I learned from them, right? I I do really well when I interact with people one-on-one. And so I would get these people on, and I still do, and they educate me about their area of space. And so some are new space people who have no idea what they're doing <laughs> in a way and trying to create this capability, and they're all excited. And others are uh, NASA guys, DARPA program managers, really technical people, uh, and, and folks behind the scenes who I couldn't get for interviews, like a former space agency, space development agency uh, head, who will talk to me, right, and they will give me an inside view on what it actually takes and what's going on behind the scenes.
0: But the other thing, when I look at your background and Mm -hmm. our green room conversation, uh, you've got all this process improvement stuff. I mean, you really are helping, you know, you've done a lot of stuff in that space to help the company figure out uh, how to position itself.
2: Right, right. And the business model, a lot of them don't have a business model, these new companies. Where's the customer? And so by presenting them with this question, it's great that you want to make some kind of new engine or antenna or something like that, but who's going to buy it? Who's going to pay for it? Hmm. So helping them uh, with that and also with the manufacturing side of things, of of making a thing of higher quality and faster throughput and all that stuff uh, helps, obviously, the bottom line.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. And, and how do you go about sharing your credibility?
2: Well, I, I have two shows. One is the Cold Star Project, which I mentioned, which is the longer full format interview. And then I started doing a quick um, five-minute thing a couple times a week called Make Space Boring, which is uh, some branding a friend of mine and I came up on uh, where we want to normalize right. Love, things, right? Love it, that. Yeah. Just cool. love that. Love the brand. Thanks, Mitchell.
0: I just thought it was so cool. <laughs>
2: I mean, if things are exploding and stuff, that, that's exciting. It makes for good news, but it scares the hell out of investors, right? They don't want upy, downy, scary stuff. They want calm, smooth, placid. I get my return on my investment. We grow the company. Everybody makes money. People are going to space jobs using space-based products and services. That's, that's boring, right? But it's also financially rewarding.
0: Nice. And then one of the things that you, were, you and I were talking about ahead of time is one of the things that you do in your space is, is the most important thing you have to do is meet with people one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Talk
2: a little bit more about right. that. Right. right. So first of all, like you, having a show is like the greatest thing ever. It's a giving thing, right? I'm not, hey, let me shoulder my way into your private messages here and, and muscle you around and try and get you to, to talk to me or something, right? I have something to give. And I want to genuinely want to learn from them. And I learn a lot. I mean, you, you have no idea how much I've learned about lunar excavation methods and construction in space and orbital collision detection and stuff like that from these guys. I've gotten like a, basically a, a doctor's degree in space over the last six months or so That's from beautiful. these guys, right? So, yeah, non-scalable founder one-on-one time right, at least an hour a day of getting on and meeting people and talking to them. And that I talked with Dr. Marie Baja this morning, who's kind of a celebrity in that orbital collision world. Uh, and, and it, you know, he's like, here's my phone number. Let's talk about this thing. And, and we did. And that, that you can't buy that, right? You can't shovel your way in there. You've just got to show up and, and do this stuff. So it's that's a lot so, of fun.
0: That's so yeah. beautiful. Hey, so, if you're watching this or you know somebody that has this idea in the space field, they're interested in, in doing something. And, and you kind of know it's mostly at this stage an idea and they go, oh God, if only it got funded, right? Well, yeah. you're going to want to talk to Jason Canagan, and Jason, what is the best way to go about doing that?
2: Yeah. Connect with me on LinkedIn or email me at Jason at coldstartech.com. The cold, like, well, you can see it right there on the sign, cold Star <laughs> Tech dot com. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, connect with me and, and we'll have a chat.
0: That sounds beautiful. And and thanks for sharing your credibility with us today. Yeah. Thanks, Mitchell. Oh, you're welcome. And, and guys, listen, this is such an interesting frontier, such an interesting place to play. Uh, click on the like button, share with your friends, and then we'll see you at the next episode of Thought of Your Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, I'm Mitchell Levy, Global Credibility Expert. And welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought of Your Life where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. And, and by the way, this guy is so cool, I've got to throw my hat on. So today's guest is Danny Hattis, who is a best-selling author, employee experience innovator, and advisor to the world's most iconic brands. His work has impacted millions of people across 500-plus companies worldwide, including Disney, BMW, and at and and we've just had the most killer green room conversation. Uh, Danny, welcome.
3: Thank you. I'm really glad to be here, Mitchell. Really, really great to be with you.
0: Oh, thank you. It, it's it's The honor's been mine. <laughs> it, hey, So the audience gets to know you a little bit better. What is your CPOP? What is your customer point of pain?
3: One word, profitability. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, I tell you, I sat on the board of a public firm. I ran a CEO networking group for... Uh, for a decade. And and I think that's that one word almost everyone has. Uh, Well, maybe not Apple or Google, but so tell me more.
3: Well, look, you know, in any business, the only thing that drives profits are its people. And sometimes this is forgotten. So let me expand on that a little bit, you know, because if your people are distracted at work, thinking about how they're feeling like they're burned out, or if they're thinking about how their manager leaves them feeling unappreciated, or if they're thinking about how they don't feel heard or valued because they don't get to speak up during team meetings, then it's likely that they're not going to deliver their best work. And inside of that, you see the experience we have in the workplace or how we feel about our colleagues and our our managers and our work itself, our customers, that experience is directly connected to our performance and the total performance of a company's people determines its profits.
0: So true. And t- so tell it? me a little bit about when you, what is it that you do?
3: Yeah. So what I do is I work with an organization's leadership to assess the situation at their workplace, which is to answer the question of how do people feel today and why? What's their experience today and why? Across the entire employee experience. And from there, we work together to craft any engagement. It could be you know one-on-one uh, coaching with their, their company's leaders and managers. It could be a training and consulting engagement. It could be sending a bunch of people to our online academy, the uh, employee experience, innovation Accelerator, or anything else that we might come up with. But it's always a custom designed solution because every company is unique because its people are unique. Uh,
0: uh, uh, well said. <laughs> so, so share with the audience um, where you have credibility to do what you do.
3: Yeah, so I've been working with the world's most recognized brands since 2008. You mentioned a couple to that I'd add uh, Johnson & Johnson, Mercedes-Benz, Cadillac, and you know, at least a dozen more in, uh, in addition to BMW, Disney, AT&T, Comcast. And I've been, um, like I said, doing that since 2008. And before I turned 30, I was leading uh, $15 million experience transformation projects successfully. And you know, I've, I haven't stopped. And that's what led to me creating my own, my very own company, the Emovation Project.
0: Oh, that's beautiful. I'm trying to think about this. I, I was so elegantly done. I have no more to say. That's like, okay, I got it. You are credible. Uh, how do you go about sharing your credibility?
3: <laughs> That's, yeah, great. So uh, the methodology, Emovation, is written about in the number one best-selling book on Amazon, Brilliant Breakthroughs to the Small Business Owner, Volume 3. Um, I share Emovation and what it can do for people and their businesses through speaking engagements, podcasts, podcasts. Um, and uh, through our through our online consulting and coaching program, the Employee Experience Emotivation Accelerator. And you know those are just some of the ways we do things. When it comes to social, I'm a bit of a novice. I'm a bit of a novice to be honest. And what I'm gonna do to resolve that because I really see that there's a power in sharing this message through social media is I'm going to talk to a lot of people about what they do. I might even take a course on how to uh, create experiences in social media that leave people feeling curious inspired and excited so we can actually explore ways to work together that's where i'm at right now that's how that's how i do things
0: danny i so appreciate the the vulnerability the ability for you to articulate your message so succinctly and the in this even the last one the approach you're going to take which will is so aligned with what you do for other companies i i I really appreciate that and and so here i'm going to say if you're watching this you're listening to this, and profitability, which is almost everyone 's issue and and probably a better way to think about it is driving the employee experience to to actually end up resulting in profitability. If this is something you're thinking about, if this is something you need to explore, this is something that you know in your heart or hearts that your business needs uh, you're going to want to reach out to Danny Holdis uh, Danny how is what is the best way? Uh, for people to do that.
3: Yeah. So if you want a free resource to get started on your own, you can go to emovationproject.com forward slash brilliant. But if you know that profitability is a challenge in your business and you know and recognize that people are what going to unlock your profits, then you should just go to my website and schedule a call, emovationproject.com. If you go to connect, it'll give you the space to schedule a call directly with me uh, from my calendar. So I'd really encourage you to just do that.
0: Beautiful. Hey, thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today.
3: Well, thanks for having me, Mitchell. It's been really great. You're
0: welcome. And, and by the way, this episode is a treat. So click like on the like button in whatever platform you're listening or watching and share with your friends. And we'll see you at the next episode of Thought of Your Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, this is Mitchell Levy. And thanks so much for listening and spreading the cred dust. You know, in doing the research, what I recognize is that we are at war. Those people who are credible versus those people who are dubious. And Dubious Nation is winning a thousand times over. We've got to fix it. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to future generations. So come on over to Credibility Nation. Become a member. Take the pledge. Learn what you can do to help bring more credibility to the world. I look forward to seeing you over here while you're being cred-tabulous. Thanks again for listening. Take care.
2: You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.